0: Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Our tie at five as we go to the bottom of the left. here's Aaron Boone.
1: Knicks down three. Should the Bulls foul?
0: No. Be careful trying to play it a second time. Can't do it.
1: And we are back. Um, Been on vacation. Story of the summer, pretty much. Um, Right now, I'm in Michigan. Um, They've got 13 people in the house. Spotty Wi-Fi, so I'm doing this podcast in the middle of the day. Want to get something out there for you guys. Um, still struggling to find co-host. Um, hey, someone, anyone, DM me. New York sports fan, maybe a New York sports rival. We can have a little talk show. We can argue the entire time. Doesn't matter. Want a co-host? Need a co-host in order to put out podcast. Um, but um this episode, we're gonna have a bunch of insiders. Um, a Yankees insider, which is basically just me, but I need someone to talk to with. So, we am gonna have my guy, uh, my guy double D come on, uh, as an insider, uh, for the Yanks. We're gonna have, um, we're gonna have, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Damo come on for, uh, as a Mets insider, uh, to discuss their, uh, opening season, uh, struggles. Um, then we're gonna have a Rangers insider, you guys, um, have seen him before he was the Jets insider he's the guy that looked like uh, Adam Gase at his first press conference Um, he's a great uh, Rangers guy big Rangers fan he's upset angry just like the rest of us in New York about the uh, upcoming uh, about the past um... see I mean I can't create content when there's people in the house I can't even tell if you guys can hear that but probably can it's really annoying. Um let's see. I was talking about the uh the Rangers uh end of the season. They lost the Hurricanes three nothing. Uh so we'll have uh, Adam Gates looking at us come on and uh he'll he'll be the insider for that. And we'll also have um my guy uh, I'm not sure what his name is, but his alias wants to be. But uh we will have uh somebody on to uh discuss the uh, PGA Championship and uh, the first major of the year. Um, I think that would be a fun little topic. We can get into the betting matchups, outright winners. I'm good at predicting outright winners, as you guys noticed with the Webb Simpson pick uh, later uh, earlier this summer. Um, so I'll have, have I'll have my picks. He'll have his picks, and uh, I mean, hey, we're, I'm working with what I can what, with what I can find. So. Insiders is going to be mostly a thing until I find a new co host. Um, So, without further ado, here's the rest of the pod. This is just the intro. Sorry. Our first insider, Uh, we're going to call you Double D. How's that sound? This won't be on YouTube, so your name won't show. Uh, Double D, um, a Yankees fanatic. He's 21 years old, he's been a Yankees fan for 21 years. And um, I, everyone knows I have a lot of knowledge on um, on the Yanks. Uh, I'm a huge fan, probably my favorite team in New York. Um, but I like having people on who I can talk baseball with, and that is Double D. Welcome. How are you?
0: I'm great. Thanks for having me on the pod today, Big Diesel. It's been a lifelong fan. You know, one of the first subscribers of the pod. I've always encouraged you to be a part. In- of the podcast game, so now I'm, I'm happy to be here.
1: Uh, thank you so much for being a fan. Um, I'm glad I can make a, a, a little dream come a reality, be a, be a part of the podcast. Um, but, yeah, we're talking Yanks. Um, they're off to a, a red-hot start. Uh, they are, I think, uh, dude, I don't even know. They're 8-1, and one, right? Yeah, 8-1. 8-1. I know they had one loss. That's good. And um I mean every, it feels like everything's kind of clicking uh, at the plate. Um even with even with some struggles on the pitching side, um, I think their their hitting is unbelievable. Um we have one, two, three, four, five, six players batting over three hundred. Um, obviously not everyday starters, but I mean, hell of a lot of hits, hell of a lot of hard hit balls. Um what what are your thoughts so far on the 2020 shortened game, shortened season, Yanks?
0: Um, I'm loving what I'm seeing. I mean, Judge has been on fire. DJ's doing his thing. All he does is gets on uh, base. Uh, but then, you know, there's struggles that you mentioned. Gary Sanchez gets to the plate every time, basically farts a couple of times, and then walks back to the dugout. It's disgraceful. But, um, yeah, like you said, you've got guys on the bench who aren't everyday starters well, guys like Mike Talkman, I'd like to see in the lineup more. We got a plethora of outfielders, but that guy in left, I mean, Guardy somehow looks older than his. He his, the way he's playing looks older than the way he looks, and that's never a good thing. So, we'd like to see more at bats at Talkman.
1: Uh, I'm thinking the same thing. Um, I mean, I think, I think Guardy batting a solid 105 and having. <laughs> I mean, having two hits on the year and both of them being homers, like obviously like he's providing power, he's providing production and in a sense of like hitting homers, which which is like oh, homer or bus like like that's usually the narrative around the Yanks, Homer or bus, but he's taking that to like the actual extreme of saying Homer or bus, so he's two of nineteen this year with two homers. Um, I think he's not great i I would love to see them part ways with guardy uh he's not a he's not a great fielder he's not fast anymore uh, he's 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 just not there obviously he's a leader he's a clubhouse guy but bring up Clint Frazier, even though he's the weirdest guy on the internet not the internet weirdest guy on the team because of the things he does on the internet he loves cats never been a cat guy um bring up Clint Frazier. play talkman. Like, all of these things, like, the, like Aaron Hicks, like you're putting him in the three-hole, and he's batting 182. Like, he's got he's got four hits this year, and you're putting him in the three-hole. Like, it's not that hard to walk judge to get to Aaron Hicks and have him ground into a double play. I think Hicks stinks. I would love to see Talkman play some center field. Um, and then, I mean, even – I would rather have Stan out and left, put someone else at DH – uh, have, have Stan Talkman Judge in the outfield, infield, everything's kind of fine. Glaber's struggling, but that happens, whatever. Uh, behind the plate, I mean, no production at all. Gary's maybe slowly kicking things into gear, but he's always been a problem. Never really liked Gary, but I mean, strong arm, uh, hopefully a, a power bat in the lineup in the next couple of games. Um, I think everything within the lineup you can't complain about. Um, what else? Oh, starting pitching. Um, what are your first off? What are your thoughts on um, James Paxton? Um, this so far this year.
0: Um, Paxton' shoulders has to be hurting. The velocity's down, and it shows. The guy's got no control of anything. He's abandoning the fastball, so he goes with the off speed. The off speed's not working. I don't know maybe since he's going to be a free agent this year that brings his stock down we bring him back at a better price but i don't even know if i want him at that better price so Paxton kind of stinks but uh garrett cole i mean the guy's got a sub three era after three starts and everybody's saying he doesn't have his stuff yet so once that guy gets his stuff could be dangerous montgomery looks good i'm excited to watch him pitch tonight i'm not excited to watch hat if i was a better i would definitely take the over in that game because J.A. half his J.A. runs these days, but uh, I could take the pitching right now. Bullpen looks great. Britton's locked it down without Chapman.
1: Uh, I agree on everything you've said. Um, I think Paxton going from 96, 97 last year to 91, 92 this year is a big factor in why he's been so bad. Uh, he's got the only loss for the Yankees. I think his ERAs in the high 15s, 20s. Um, I mean, just playing horrible this year. Uh, pitching horrible. Uh, Jay hap I mean, Jay haps on the mound. You got to expect the Yankees to score a bunch of runs. So team totals and that. Whenever J. hap pitches, you put you bet the team total for the Yanks because they're going to need to. They're going to need to score a lot in order to win. Um, I think. Cole has looked not great, not like last year. Um, he's getting outs in a way that he hasn't before. He's usually a huge strikeout guy, but now he – I mean, he just doesn't look great. Definitely doesn't look like a $300 million man right now. But, hey, that's a shortened season. He's still 3-0. and Can't complain about that. Um, and then Montgomery – I mean, just a crafty lefty. Um, pitched some good innings the other night. Um, I mean, you can't complain about much. Like, they're giving New York fans what they deserve. They've lost one time. They're the best team in the, in the entire league right now. Um, and it's, it'll be a shock for when they lose the next time. But they do play in 10 minutes. So, um, well, I guess we'll go over the, the game. Um, we got Jay Happ on the mound facing Zach Wheeler in the first one, and then we got uh, Montgomery versus Aaron Nola in the second. What do you, what do you expect from the first game? And also, if you think someone's going to hit a homer, who is it?
0: First homer of the game, I'm going to go with who's 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 in and Duhar and Duhar's batting in the five hole today, right? Yes. And Duhar's bat has been working. He's going to hit one with that helicopter swing of his, but. Uh, I think we should make it 9-1 after the first game, but uh, Wheeler's a weird pitcher. Wheeler either comes out and he looks like Garrett Cole, or he comes out and he looks like one of the catchers. They let pitch for the inning. The guy is no in-between. He's either got his stuff or he doesn't. So hopefully that bodes well for the Yankees, because as we said, Jay hat's on the mound and he's trash. And um, yeah, I mean, shortened uh, game we were talking about before recording, only seven innings, so we need three, four good innings out of... Uh, Happen, and then we can get it to the bullpen and hopefully make it nine and one
1: i think it's going to be fun to see the seven inning game um especially because that's usually what i played high school everything seven innings high, little league everything six um but uh it's gonna be weird to see how um how like aaron boone manages this game in terms of the bullpen in terms of um how many like how many innings does he let a starter pitch? how many innings does he go with the bullpen, especially with the double header up uh it's gonna be fun to see that um I also think that um I think judge and Stan both homer today and tonight in either yeah, game.
0: Stan's, Stan's not playing in the first game,
1: yeah judge Stan, is the agent. Stan will homer tonight, judge will homer today um I think they're both gonna be bombs. Um DJ's gonna have six hits uh on August fifth. Uh, both games will go three. will have three hits in both games. Um just an absolute stud. Uh, I think everything will fare well for the Yanks today. They'll go two and Um and they'll have a they'll have a ten and one record by the end yeah. of the day.
0: No complaints out of me. You mentioned it though. Uh, let's see how Boone works the bullpen. I mean, the guy we love him as a manager, but if he can't do one thing, he can't work a bullpen. So, uh, today should be interesting doubleheader, only 20 minute rest after it. So, once you pitch once, you're not pitching for the rest of the day.
1: We so we did see that. That's something. Th- thank you for bringing up what I said because I, I missed something. Um, that Orioles game when Judge hit the three run homer to take the lead and saved us from losing to the Baltimore Orioles. Um, They were put in that position because uh, Boone doesn't know how to manage a bullpen. He left Lasagna in there for an extra inning. Lasagna lets it go, loses his stuff, and then puts the Yanks in a bad position. But, you know, luckily the bats saved us. Um, I think something that we need to look out for during the shortened season is how Boone manages a bullpen and – because he's proved that my my Twitter name before New York sports is better for for the guys out there that have followed me for a while was Fire Aaron Boone because I hated the way he managed the bullpen. So we will see if Aaron Boone knows how to uh, knows how to uh, manage the bullpen this year. Uh, who do you have for the MVP of the season so far?
0: I mean, first three games, I said John Carlos Stanton is going to win the MVP of the whole damn league, and then we get fast forward to last week, it, it's out judge. I mean, yeah. the guy just gets up there, and he knows exactly what he's doing. He's not swinging at bad pitches. Yeah, he'll strike out from time to time, but the umps seem to figure out that when it's below his knees, it looked like a strike for other players than they typically used to call it. The umps are now calling a ball. I mean, the guy's going to hit 30 home runs in the 60-game season.
1: Um, absolutely. I mean, you could make a case for DJ LeMahieu. Um, he's batting 412. He's got 14 hits. But, I mean, it's hard to hard to pass on Judge. He's batting, batting for average. He's batting for homers, power, production. He's given us the whole thing. Um, I think this is going to be a great year for him. I think he actually goes ahead and takes the MVP of the league, of the American League, this year. Trout's not doing so well. Trout's not Trout anymore. Right now, Aaron Judge is the best player in baseball. Um, Speaking of the entire baseball, uh, MLB in in the entirety, um, something happened with the Astros last week, and um, it was disgusting. It was not okay. And that was Carlos Correa and the Astros trying to spread coronavirus to the Los Angeles Dodgers in an all-out brawl. They cleared their benches just to try and to spread the disease. Carlos Correa was spitting all over the field, which is very frowned upon according to the MLB rules this year. Um, they deserved everything they got. Um, Joe Kelly suspended eight games for not even hitting a batter. Um, would love to hear your thoughts on that, and then I'll go into some details about why I think that, pen- that, that penalty was so harsh that Rob Manfred should be impeached.
0: Um. Yeah. No. That was disgusting. I mean, the fact that Astros would begin to try to spend coronavirus like that when already Manfred is threatening shutting down the league. But I mean, the whole thing. I got myself retweeting Jared Carabas, lifelong Red Sox fan, on it, and I got myself liking Eric Hubbs's tweets. The worst guy on Twitter. And even as a Yankee fan, I'm liking his tweets because he's making good points of why it's stupid. Joe Kelly. It's crazy. Me and you were both at that game when he plunked Tyler Austin. And uh, they charged the mound. And I thought I would hate that guy for the rest of his life. I wish he had got bird flu. I was, just, I was done with that guy, Joe Kelly. But then after it, um, Joe Kelly for president. I mean, that worked well, and I wish he plunked him. It's funny that he didn't plunk him, and he's serving eight games. I think Correa's comeback after when uh, Joe Kelly was giving him baby faces, what if I hit a homer? But uh, buddy, you didn't hit a homer. You struck out. Like, you got embarrassed. You had the ball thrown behind it twice. So it's two balls in the count. and you still manage to strike out. You're an embarrassment. The whole organization's embarrassment. World Series should be away. But, uh, yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts.
1: Um, I think what Correa said of what if I had a homer is hilarious because, <laughs> I mean, it's the stupidest thing. He's so dumb. He's such a big baby. He makes no sense. You, you saw it in the beginning of the, the actual spring training this year in February when he called out Cody Bellinger saying, like, if you don't know your facts, shut your fucking mouth. Like, he knew the facts. He spoke out on it. And then you're telling him to sh- – I mean, you're an idiot. You're just flat out lying to yourself, flat flat out lying to the media.
0: Yeah, I kind of believe Correa almost believes it, that he didn't cheat. But, like, everyone knows it does. But I think Correa is that stupid and somehow believes that they
1: didn't do anything wrong. And, I I mean, right now, like, Correa is the best hitter on the Astros. He, I have been looking at their stats, so, like, maybe – Maybe like he didn't think it was cheating. He's just so dumb that like he didn't even understand that they were that they were cheating. And maybe he didn't. But I mean, absolutely deserved to get thrown at. Bregman took it like a man. He got thrown behind. Whatever. He took. He took first base. He's like, all right, I got on base. Like, jokes on you. You let me get on base. Correa went to the went to the thing, and basically it was just. He struck out. And then Joe Kelly walks off the mound, and he gives him a little frowny face. And so, he first of all, he didn't get no, – no one got hit. No. He didn't hit a single batter. And Joe Kelly gets, what, eight games? Mm-hmm. Equivalent to
0: 22, 22 games in a regular MLB season. So,
1: Correa, what if I hit a homer? What if my uncle – had a vagina he would be my aunt (laughs) um and that's that's the thing it's just like um you're an idiot all the astros deserve to get hit and the fact that like Robert Manfred is getting is going so hard on the people that are hitting the astros proves to me that there's some sort of collusion going on um, I don't want to get into it now. I don't want to be that guy with the with the tinfoil hat or anything. But I do think that this is a very, very suspicious thing. Um, Altuve's batting in the hundreds. Springer's batting in the hundreds. Bregman's batting, I think, in the low 200s. It shows that those three guys clearly cannot hit as well when they don't know it's gonna. And um, I, I, I really think that they should have been suspended a whole year, the main guys.
0: Yeah, I guess it is hard. Who are you going to suspend? But, I mean, l 2 won an MVP that year. Clearly, he was freaking cheating.
1: And and it seems like Judge, Judge is taking that to heart. Yeah. Didn't even mention that. Taking that to heart.
0: But um, um, before we finish up, Dan, I, I got our big Ds. I'll be remiss if I didn't ask. Uh, trade deadline. I think it's. End of August this year.
1: What do you want, if anything? Oh, man, I think. I mean, we have so much depth in the outfield that you have to trade somebody because, like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, if we have J Happ being our fifth starter, like you're just you're, you're losing every fifth game now. So, you need to trade an outfielder or a relief guy bullpen guy to get a starting pitcher that's good and you need a reliable starting pitcher. Not someone that's like going to go out there and, and get you a win every time, but someone you feel safe with right now. No Yankee fan or Yankee should feel safe with Jay Happ on the mound. Um, they need to replace him, And I think we go out, we get a starting pitcher, trade an outfielder, maybe Frazier and Duhar, um, One of the two, preferably Clint. Um, just because I don't like him. But uh, what are you expecting, of that of the deadline?
0: Uh, I agree. I think we got to definitely get rid of um, an outfielder. But uh, this was just a thought, too. And Dewar needs more at-bats. I mean, the guy, he's a hitter. He swings it a lot. He needs to see pitches. What were your thoughts on? I mean, Tyler Wade has played this year, and he's been abysmal. The guy's bunting in middle inning when no one's on. He's trying to do whatever he can to get on the plate. Geo, when Geo came up, he played shortstop for uh, wasn't at Toronto, I guess it was or Cleveland, someone. But maybe if to get And do more at bats, we're giving um, DJ or Glaber a day off, putting Andrew Duhar back at third, Geo at short, and then and, uh Glaber or DJ at second, just for a game or two to get into do more at bats, see more pitches.
1: I I think the if Stanton is ready to go. And ready to field, which I don't think he is. But if he is, putting Stanton left because he's a better fielder than Brett Gardner, mm-hmm. and allowing and to take that DH spot, and literally only giving and at bats rather than having him play the field because he's abysmal in the field. He's horrible. Oh, atrocious! And maybe even ha- stick and dohar at first base. Yeah,
0: so, I mean,
1: I just think anything like that um, where. His fielding ability is is not in question, putting him at D H or at first base. Like I mean, first base is no easy task. I played first base back in the day. But um I just think that I think that and Duhar's fielding ability is horrible and it's actually a liability at this point. So just having him take at bats rather than be putting him in the field is something that I wanna see as a fan.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. But we gotta get him seeing pitches and come playoff time when we might need him.
1: Um, yeah. So what do you say we hop off, we watch the game, and um we'll come back next uh next week and we'll talk about the the past week that we've seen out of the eggs.
0: Perfect. Sounds good, big Diesel. Thank you for having me. All right. I love you. I love you more.
1: All right. Let's not All right. let's not get weird like that. All right, and we've got our golf insider. For the PGA Championship, the first major of the year of 2020, the cursed year, um, it is Thomas Justin TJ. Um, everyone confuses him with Justin Thomas. Um, it's probably because he's he knows a lot, a whole hell of a lot about golf. He knows um, he knows how to play. He knows everything about it. Um, and we're gonna have him on. We're gonna be discussing the betting um, betting on golf. First of all, it's pretty hard because golf is unpredictable, but also you just bet on the favorites. Sometimes you get lucky, um, but he's going to be uh, discussing the, uh, the bets on golf. I'm going to throw a couple of bets out there and um, we're going to see if we can make some money for you guys this week. And um, if we lose you money, Hey, grow up, deal with it. We tried to help you. We didn't. Um, so welcome on Thomas, Justin. Um thank How you. Are you thank you big diesel. Uh yeah, no, it's an honor. It's an honor to be on the
2: pod uh long-time listener. Uh happy to be uh happy to be talking about major championship golf. Who th- who would have thought, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Who <laughs> would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. In <laughs> August it's first week hey, we got we got what? Three more? Two
2: more. Uh Open Championship unfortunately got canceled this year. Oh yeah. Um But we're going to be on a good stretch come this fall. So, uh, fingers crossed for football to come back, but uh, we don't have too bad of a backup plan right now.
1: That's for people that like golf, though, Um, which is very few. But you need to be patient in order to watch golf. And and what do New York sports fans have the most of? Patience, because we've been watching this dog shit for years now, Um, especially Knicks fans. Um, All right, so we're going to get into it now. Um, What do you want to start off with, do you want to start off with the, with the matchups or, or any props you get, you like?
2: Um, I mean, we could start off with matchups. I, I just want to talk about a little bit of a little bit about the course, you know, uh, oh, yeah, TPC, TPC Harding Park, uh, San Fran, um, out West, some are calling it Beth page West. Um, but, uh, we'll see. I mean, supposedly uh, I've seen a lot of tweets, um, the big hitters are getting a lot of favors this week, but those fairways look narrow. Uh, the rough is thick, very thick rough. Uh, nice. So, uh, yeah, we we do like to see some carnage, especially major championship golf carnage. See them struggle, be a little relatable, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: but, yeah, no, I like it. I like the course. I think, it, I think it's going to be great. It's going to be cold. Uh, 55 degrees there yesterday. Um, I think it's going to be great. I can't wait. I'm going to be tuned in all weekend.
1: Uh, one of these things that I just kind of always thought about California, thought it was always hot there.
2: So did I, but uh didn't look like it. Everybody was layered up. Weird. Yeah, no.
1: Weird. Um, is it like Australia? Weird. Like our summer is their winter? Something like that?
2: Yeah, I don't even know.
1: Yeah, who knows? Um So what do you, so I, I kind of, I kind of think this course, if it is, if it does fade, like resemble Beth page in the slightest, that should be some good golf, right? Like, like strategy, like hitting fairways and kind of creating shots you don't usually see. Right.
2: Correct. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of shot making that's needed. I think, uh, ball striking will be at a premium this week. um, fairways need to hit fairways this week need to hit greens uh I've seen some uh some videos on social media yeah it once you get in that rough uh it's really it's pretty much just luck of the draw with whatever lie that you get um but no everybody's saying it's going to be a bomber's paradise I don't know if that's going to be the case you got to hit fairways but um We will see a lot of strategy. It will be good golf. I don't think it will be very low scoring-wise. Ball won't be traveling as well, Um, but it will be fun to watch.
1: All right, so let's hop into the matchups here. Who do you have uh, for your lock of a matchup?
2: Uh, Lock of a matchup, uh, I mean, it's just going to be fun to watch, a little rivalry between them. I got Kepka 122 versus Deschambeau. Uh not not the biggest DeShambeau fan. Uh, Hate I gotta him. say. Yeah, no, I'm I'm out. I'm out
1: on DeShambeau. <laughs> out um, on De Yeah,
2: out. Um, but yeah, no, that's my that's my first lock matchup for sure. Um
1: I have uh my with my lock of a matchup, I also have somebody beating Bryson, and that's gonna be Rory McIlroy
2: There we go. I love that. I think I think McIlroy, he's won here before. One twenty fifteen W G C uh, match, match play won. here.
1: He I went think undefeated this game well. Yeah, yeah.
2: he doesn't remember the course that well. They changed the routing. Uh, don't think that'll play that big of a factor. You don't need to know the course. You just need to play it well, and he yeah. played it well.
1: So, uh, so yeah that that's my that's my first matchup, and I I just this is purely out of Bryson hate. Uh, another one of my picks actually. Is just it's in my notes. It just says Bryson DeChambeau to miss the cut plus three sixty, and my reasoning is I don't like him and he is a loser. That's the only reasoning I have. But hey, right. maybe it's not. He's one of the game's most talked about golfers right now, but I think it's also like you, you got to remember he was talked about because he got a ten on a hole. Like that's pretty hard to do, and you and he. And that's pretty much the reasoning behind me wanting him to miss the cut.
2: Right. And I mean, I'll just say it. Uh, I, I don't like the guy either. I'm, I'm with you on that.
1: Uh, I feel like
2: you can't do all this bulking up. He did a lot. He did that. I don't know if anybody's seen that, uh, that workout video that he preposterous workout video that he posted over quarantine, just bulking up, getting huge. If you're going to have – six to seven protein shakes a day and talk about how you want to hit the ball 400 yards. And then someone puts a camera in your face when you can't hit a wedge. Um, you can't, you can't have it both ways. So, uh, I don't think he likes a spotlight first major of the year. Um, I, I like that pick.
1: I like it too. And it's because of, it's something that Brooks said, he said that, I think it was on pardon my take the pod fathers, uh, Absolute goats, big cat and PFT. If you're watching this, I love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. Um, <laughs> um, but Brooks said that the majors are the easiest to win because half you can eliminate half the field in the first round because there's half of them that just cannot come over the the mentality to win a major. They don't have exactly. That, they don't have that and, mental toughness.
2: Right, and Bryson is so analytical. He is a He's a mental midget, um, exactly. and and I also have a pick to miss the cut. Uh, actually, a bigger underdog, John Rahm to miss the cut at plus. Another mental midget, huge mental midget. Um, I'm not even. I, I hate the guy. I hate the guy more than DeChambeau. But uh, this is not out of pure hate. This is a great pick. I think everybody's looking at this guy, number two in the world. Uh, they think he's going to come out firing. I don't. I think he last week uh, finished plus one uh, TPC Southland for the uh, FedEx St Jude. Don't don't love him off the tee. He's he's been wayward, um, and as I have mentioned, uh, the fairways are narrow. He's going to get in the rough. He's not going to like his lies. He's going to chunk a few, smash some clubs. It'll get in his head. The courts will get in his head, and he's not going to have a fun time. So, I got Rahm at plus 390 to miss the cut. Love
1: that. Love that, too. Um, I'm going to go to um, the – I'm going to go top Australian at plus 155, Jason Day. Wow. All right. I think I think it's good value. He's the favorite, which I I usually don't like to pick favorites, but this time it was a plus – 155. If it was -155, I would not have taken it. Um anything with plus value, I'm taking. Uh the reason I'm picking this is because Jason Day of late has performed very well. Uh he's starting to get back the, to this this somewhat of what he was in 2016-2017. I think I think that's a good pick for uh top Australian because I don't know many Australians and Maybe Adam Scott does well, but uh, who knows? I think I think Jason Day, if he does well, this will be a good pick. But hey, that's just something I just kind of threw in there. Um, do you have anything like that? Top Australian, top American, top European?
2: I don't have any nationality picks. I do have another matchup. I'll take. Um... I'll take Victor Hovland plus one hundred versus Hideki Matsuyama. I think that's a great pick. I'm surprised he isn't favored in that matchup, but uh, he's been playing well as of late. And uh, he loves—he's got one shot with his driver. He calls it the fairway finder, so uh, he'll be hitting fairways. And right, uh, I cute. think,
1: yeah. Um, Matsuyama's been playing like horrible golf. I think it's his. I think it's this is his worst year on the greens in terms of putting. I heard that last week. Um so I think that's a good and Havlin's been playing pretty well this year, probably not not so much of, of late, but this year he's been absolutely top twenty, top ten machine. Um that's I think that's a good pick. Um I have another matchup right here. Um it kind of goes against my top Australian pick. Uh but it is Daniel Berger to beat Jason Day at minus one twenty two. Wow. And uh, uh yeah Yeah, i
2: mean he's been playing well as of late yeah exactly
1: and you can't you can't get you can't not bet a guy that has last name is burger um i just love burgers and i think i saw him what was that first tournament that's a schwab is that he won
2: charles schwab yeah
1: and then the next week he went he 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 won the second week i believe yeah yeah um uh yeah, just Daniel Berger, I, J, Jason Day, like that's pretty much just a kind of a hedge um for my top Australian because Jason Day can be very inconsistent when on T. I believe. I don't yeah. know. I don't know golf at all in terms of these guys. Um, but in terms of my I'm good at outright winners. Do you have I, an outright, do you have an outright winner?
2: I have two outright winners, so one of a value pick.
1: Save it. One of them.
2: All right. I think think we're going to have the same same guy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm going to go outright winner. Cali kid. Loves to hit the ball straight. Been playing great in major championships. Been playing great as of late. I'm taking Xander Shoffley, plus 1800. Get his first major. Get it out of the way. Um, Great up and coming player. Uh, Love to watch him play. He stripes the ball. Absolutely stripes the ball. Got the putter going. Great last week at the WGC uh, FedEx St Jude. Uh, so I like him at plus eighteen hundred.
1: All right, good pick. Everyone loves it. Everyone loves the X Man. Uh, my first pick, which is just like me being a logical better, um, is Colin Morikawa. Uh, I think this. Oh, he's at plus three thousand. And I, I'm thinking this. He's been playing well this year. He's got um, – oh, fuck. I had the stats all pulled up. I think he's the fourth most accurate off the tee this year in 2020. So that's the reason why I knew that it would be the fairway finder. And I also know that he went to school at Cal Berkeley. No idea. I don't think that's even remotely close to San Fran, is it?
2: No, I don't think so, Mr.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> um, but he, it's California. Uh California, like everything. Yeah. yeah, you said Cali Kidd for Z, for the X Man Xander. I'm saying Cal Berkeley for Colin Um, uh, He's been playing well. He's a great iron player. Greens and regulation are going to be huge. Colin
2: Morikawa, some may say he's one of the best, if not the best, iron player on tour. I love that pick.
1: Yep. So that's my that's my value pick at plus three thousand. That's not that's not that is not my value pick. My value pick is coming up next. Yeah, I'm going to let you say yours, and then we can discuss. Well,
2: I'm going to first, before we get to our value picks, uh, I'm going to put in one more. I got a tournament prop. Uh, Oh, so do I. This is more so as a uh, just have fun with it. You know, we're going to watch. We're going to watch this weekend. Um, Everybody loves to see the ball go in the hole. I'm going to go albatross, yes, at (laughs) plus 1850. Uh, We got got some reachable pie fives. I'd (laughs) love to see an albatross. I mean – who doesn't love to watch golf and try and root for an albatross?
1: I have the for, – abs- For all
2: you novices out there, an albatross is one below an eagle.
1: So it's a two on a par five, fellas, or Correct. a one on a par four. Correct. So I went the opposite way. I don't like seeing the ball go in the hole. So I went no for hole-in-one at minus 140 and i think that's a really bad pick. do you know why? cuz there's a lot of par there's a lot of par 3s that are just short iron shots.
2: Yep.
1: And as soon as i placed it, i looked up the course and i saw par 3s that were like 170, like 1 180. Those are the those are the types of par 3s that get shot on and they're 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 hole-in-one possibilities. Just like when i step up to the tee, i always say, boys get your phones out. I'm He's hitting game. a hole-in-one right here. Yep, um, but it I don't happen.
2: know if I love that pick. Uh, I hate it. I'll just be honest. I, I really don't. Uh, I'm gonna minus switch 140. It. Yeah,
1: I, I'm i going to switch I'd it. Yes, hole-in-one, even.
2: I'd call the bookie uh, as soon as possible. Um, yeah, no, we got to...
1: My bookie has power. <laughs> um, uh, no power. I know, I meant like electricity. Um, also no power because I haven't paid him in a while. Um... I also have I have one more pick.
2: Before our Tournament. value
1: picks? Yeah, before our value outright winners. All right. Um, I have the winning score being over eleven under. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know I what don't to know say. about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just see all these tournaments ending in like the beginning tournaments are ending in like eighteen, twenty under. Um, I think golf is is now a big man's game and I think just people are gonna overcome like these these long par fives that usually, I don't know. I I just want I want to see a lot of a lot of birdies, a lot of eagles, maybe an Al- albatross, hole in ones too. So I think eleven under and over, I think it's going to be hovering right around there. I think the winner is going to be at thirteen under. All
2: right. I don't know if I love that pick. I think the winner will be more around um, between seven and nine under,
1: uh, but we'll see. All right, um, what is your outright winner value pick? Um, my
2: outright winner value pick, uh, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. I let's, think we have the same one. Clear. Yep. Um, uh, I know you, Mr. Diesel. Uh, I know myself. Uh, huge fan of this guy. I'm going Jordan Spieth plus 6,500 to complete the career grand slam um, this week.
1: I have the exact same pick. Love it. Love my guy, Jay. And the reasoning behind this pick is because of how well he does in majors. He's got at least one top 10 finish every single year in a major. Why not this one? Why not be number one in this one? So much value. Yeah. You you have this guy who doesn't seem to be able to hit a fairway. All right. Yeah,
2: sure. Sure. His game doesn't fit the course, but, uh, a lot a lot stranger things have happened
1: exactly and no
2: one no one's talking about him everybody's talking about this rebuild uh he's building his game back up to get to form um but i don't know i i feel like it's too good of a pick
1: i think it's it's just so much value there it's hard not to take it especially when i know jay jay's let me done so many things in the past with him we've drank it out of the Ryder cup together drinking out of the Claire jug and i mean he's such a great guy um so obviously this is an easy pick for me. Um, I've been putting ten bucks on him to win a tournament for the past like three years. Maybe that's the reason why he's not winning. Um, but hey, I think this is actually a great pick. Jordan in a major. Everyone's sleeping on him. There's no attention on him. It's great for him. There's no fans there. Maybe not so great for him. But the shot, the the ability to create shots is something that he's been learning over the past three years. Cause he can't hit fairways. So he's already advanced. Like when he lands in the roughs, he he knows what to do somehow. He's either going to lay up or he's going to pull something out of his ass and he's going to knock it on the green and put knock down a 25 footer. I think uh, we're going to see Jordan Speed's a game this week. And I think he wins the, I went, I think he takes home the damn PGA championship. And I think he creates he's with that he's going to complete the career grand slam and we're going to be drinking out of the PGA championship trophy. If that's even possible. Uh,
2: Yeah, I think, and a lot of people are talking about like how, uh, maybe this course doesn't suit his game that well, but he's more of a player that he doesn't feed off the crowd as much as a guy say Rory. Um, but these green complexes are not, they're not too crazy. And if he could get the putter going, watch out.
1: I think that's, I think that's something to watch out for. And I just cannot wait for tomorrow. You got your picks. Let's recap for you guys. So you guys can get them all in. You go onto any website. Um, Our picks were, were based off of FanDuel's odds. Obviously if you guys aren't 21 or if you guys aren't in New Jersey or a legal betting state, you're not going to have the same lines as us. You're going to have those offshore absolute scum lines, um so I'm going to go over my picks and then uh Thomas Justin will go over his. Um so to miss the cut, I have Deschambeau. to win uh Morikawa and Speith. Matchups, Daniel Berger to beat Jason Day for minus 122. Rory to beat Bryson minus 122. Top Australian Jason Day plus 155. And um, no hole in, We changed it. Yes to a hole in one at even, and tournament winning score over eleven under.
2: All right, and uh, my picks to miss the cut: John Rahm at plus three ninety. Um, matchup wise, I got Kepka minus one twenty two versus Bryson DeChambeau. Victor Hovland plus one hundred versus Hideki Matsuyama. Um, for tournament props, I got. An albatross would love to see an albatross at plus eighteen fifty, uh, And outright winner. Xander Shawfley, plus plus eighteen hundred with a value pick of Spieth at plus sixty five hundred.
1: So there's your free money. Let's call your bookies. Let them know. Say you guys are screwed, and I'm going to be laughing to the bank with Diesel and TJ's picks. <laughs> laughing to the bank, I tell you. So. T- TJ, great to have you on. Uh, Thank you. F- it, it was we'll an have, honor. Yeah, we'll have you on for the next major tournament, which is the U.S. Open, I believe.
2: Correct. And, and uh, then in late September in New York, so uh, tune in for that one. New York,
1: New York. New York sports deserve better.
2: Wingfoot Golf Club.
1: Never played there. Wait, maybe I will.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, I'd love to.
1: Anybody that belongs to Wingfoot and knows a podcaster like me, maybe invite uh, me.
2: My DMs are open.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Hopefully we win some money this week.
2: Thanks for having me. Uh, It was an honor.